0: This is your host, the mysterious Mr. J. And on today's episode, we will be talking about the Irish legend, the Screaming Banshee. A Banshee is from the old Irish, been said. Or woman of the fairy mound or fairy woman is a female spirit in the Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, usually by wailing, shrieking, or keening. Her name is connected to the mythological important tumuli or mounds that dot the Irish countryside which are known as sid or Side in Old Irish. Sometimes she has long streaming hair and wears a gray cloak, or even a green dress, and her eyes are red from continual weeping. She may be dressed in white with red hair, and a ghastly complexion, according to a first-hand account by Anne, Lady Fenshaw in her memoirs Lady Wilde in the Ancient Legends of Ireland, she provides another description, the size of the Banshee is another physical feature that differs between regional accounts though some accounts of her standing unnaturally tall are recorded. The majority of tales that describe her height state the Banshee's stature as short, anywhere between one foot and four feet. Her exceptional shortness often goes alongside the description of her as an old woman, though it may also be intended to emphasize her state as a fairy creature. Sometimes the banshee assumes the form of some sweet singing version of the family who died young and has been given the mission by the invisible powers to become the harbinger of coming doom to her mortal kindred or she may be seen in night as a shrouded woman crouched beneath the trees lamenting with veiled face or flying past in the moonlight crying bitterly The cry of the spirit is mournful Beyond all of the sounds on the earth The uh, beckons certain that beckons certain death To some members of the family Whenever it is heard in the silence of nights The banshee roams the countryside And can be heard wailing when she predicts a death It is believed by many that she only appears to a select Number of families Namely the main Irish families The O'Neills The O'Connors The O'Briens O'Grady's And Calvans Although this list varies Depending on who is telling the story Coincidentally An O'Connor Who had a brush with a banshee was cycling between Bailey Longford and Tar-bet, Tarbert in co Kerry When he heard the cries of the Banshee by the ruins of Lyslaughton Abbey. When the Banshee will not harm the person she encounters. There's another Irish female spirit who isn't nearly as benign the lin han oh lan Haw she is a beautiful woman who attracts men but this love will lead them to their downfall the lan Haw she or fairy mistress seeks the love of mortals If they refuse, she must be their slave. If they consent, they are hers. And can only escape by finding another to take their place. The fairy lives on their life. And they waste away. Death is no escape from her. She's a Gaelic muse. For she gives inspiration to those she persecutes. The Gaelic poet. Die young For she is Restless and will not Let them remain long on earth Mythology Is a complex and fascinating Part of the Irish culture that has Always been an interest to us Some of the fairy stories And legends are so complicated They're practically a historical Dynasty There are leprechauns pukas and fairies that make up countless children's stories as well as a host of more sinister creatures in every part of their country there are different variations omens and tales the banshee is one of the more intimidating fairies she's a fairy woman who impere- who appears at the sight of imminent death in the middle of the night and louts out chilling high-pitched wails. As with all mythology, mythological stories and figures, she also appears in Scottish, Welsh, Norse, and even American folklore in many different forms, and doing many different death-related things. Occasionally, she is also known as the Bean Charlotte or Crying Woman. The origin of the banshee is really quite ordinary and compared to the tales that surround her. In medieval times, during funerals, a woman would take on the role of Keener. Keener sang sad songs called Kaonich, the Irish word for crying at the graveside. There was good business to be made as Keener as families would pay very well for a talented one. The best-known ones always attended the funerals of the biggest and most well-known people and were much sought after. As the more people mourning at the funeral, the greater the person was said to be. For the most powerful families, it was a common belief that a bean side or fairy woman would come to keen at the grave fairies presumably being more talented singers than any human. The iris phase became agnocide to banshee and over time the stories developed and morphed into what we know today. The fact that keeners were paid in alcohol and often ended up as elderly alcoholic women that were banished from towns and villages also adds to the myth the first known written record of a Banshee story is Sean McCratz Catherium. I don't even know how to say this word, but I'm going to try. Thord Hill Badag or Triumphs of Thurloo. Originally, Originally the Banshee appeared to people who were About to suffer a violent and painful death. Such as a murder. In late stories she wailed outside their door at night. Usually around wooded areas close by. But was rarely seen. Cynics and realists who claim the story to be nothing more than the old wives tell. Says that the wells are actually just barn owls or vixens calling in the night. If you ever heard either animal, they do sound remarkably similar to a woman screeching. The banshee was unusually, usually described as an ugly, elderly woman dressed in white or gray with long silver hair and occasionally took the form of a crow, stoat, hare, or weasel. Typical animals. Associated with witchcraft In Ireland The Banshee comes In three possible guises Depending on who you talk to Or where the stories came from More often than not She is a crouching hag With horror With a horrible wrinkly face Although in other stories She's a beautiful Eternal young woman Or stately matron type And yet more stories she is referred to as the ghost of a murdered woman or a woman who died in childbirth the three typical guises of the banshee may represent the three aspects of the celtic goddess of war and death Badbith, Makcha, and Morriga. in almost all cases the banshee has long silver hair that she is sometimes seen brushing with a comb for this reason some people never pick up a comb lying on the ground for fear of being taken away by fairies she wears a gray hooded cloak or the white sheet of or grave robe of the dead and her eyes are red from crying many believe that she can in fact take on any of the above forms And chains from one to the other as she pleases her cries seem to be the subject of much debate in lanster it is said to be so shrill that it almost shatters glass further north in tyrone she sounds more like two boards being stuck together while in carrie her call is low pleasant singing Whatever she sounds like, everyone agrees that she can be heard from a great distance. Some report hearing her cry for several nights in a row before a death occurred, while others say they heard her just once on the night of the death. Her cry rises and falls and lasts for at least a few minutes, varying in intensity. There have been alleged incidents when the Banshee cried for a person who was in perfect health, but was found dead within a week from some sort of freak accident. The majority of her visits are paid at night, with a small few taking place at noon. The Banshee was usually thought to have once been a normal woman who enjoyed life, was incredibly beautiful and radiated happiness but some great sorrow overcame her at some point in her life and she became a haggard old woman she was seemingly very wary of mortals and would disappear at the first sign of any human activity in fact she did not seem to enjoy the company of anyone mortal or not and traveled as a solitary fairy when the banshee moved from place to place witnesses have heard a fluttering sound similar to birds flying when she disappeared all that would be left behind was a cloud of mist there are several purported banshee chairs around Ireland wedged shaped rocks that she would sit and cry for general misfortunes if there was no death to be attended to that is when a family immigrated legend has it the banshee would follow or if she didn't she would stay at the family seat and lament their leaving there The Banshee was relatively harmless, apart from the dread people felt at hearing her cry. The only other fearsome activity she seemed to get up to was knocking on doors or windows. However, there is a legend that her sister spirit, the Linhan Seed, or Sweetheart Fairy, was somewhat more malicious. She sought the love of mortal men. The desire for her was so intense that they were driven to madness and ultimately destroyed. There were also similar manifestations of the banshee known as the Bean Night or Washing Woman. Although there is more attributed to Scottish folklore than Irish, instead of wailing and crying at night to warn someone of a death, She would instead wash the bloody clothes of the person about to meet their doom in a local water source. Her appearance was generally thought to be the same. Although she was sometimes washing her own bloody clothes instead of someone else's. The Great O'Brien family were said to be frequented by a banshee with the name of E. Sounds a bit too much like evil, doesn't it? who who ruled 25 other banshees that followed her wherever she sent them and wherever she went. This gave rise to the belief that if several banshees were hurt at once, it meant the imminent death of someone very powerful. The O'Donnell family's banshee apparently lived on a rock overlooking the sea at Dunlance Castle. She cried not specifically for one death, but for all the misfortunes of the family had ever had and ever will have. The O'Neill's Banshee would cry out for the Kali from the Kali Utag or the Ulster Wood, and could be heard from the other side of Long Ney, where their castle stood. Her name was May Even, and she even had a special room set aside in her, for her in their castle. There are two contradictory reasons why the Banshees followed these great families. Some believe that she did so purely to bring misery to them with her, inst- with her everlasting welling. While others believed she was a friend of the family who was utterly distraught at their having lost someone they loved. Some famous stories. As well as warning families of an upcoming death, the Banshee also liked to cry at the crowning of a true king. One reported case of this happening was at the crowning of legendary Brian Brule, who overthrew the O'Neills and began the O'Brien dynasty. Possibly the only example of a human banshee appearance was in 1437 when a woman purporting to be a seer approached King James I of Scotland. And correctly predicted his murder at the instigation of the Earl of Atholl. In 1801, the Banshee paid a visit to the Commander in Chief of the British forces in Ireland. He had attended a party at Dublin Castle and invited a few guests back to his home in Mount Kennedy. Co Wicklow afterwards. These guests. Sir John. Barrington. And his wife. Woke up at 2.30 a.m. To what he described. As a planitive sounds. Coming from outside his window. His wife and maid. Were also awoken by it. And the sound later turned into the name. Ross Moore being screeched three times. The next morning, they were told that a servant, having heard odd sounds from Ross Moore's room at 2.30 a.m., entered to 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 find him dying. That's pretty spooky, if I say. For those wearing headphones, this is a warning. The sound that is about to play. After this short ad. Is fairly loud. And you might want to turn your volume down. If you ever hear this scream. I'm about to play. It could be from. The screaming banshee. So keep your ears open. Because you might. Be hearing a sign. Of someone's. Intimate death. Here's that scream. That was a banshee scream. Stay safe. This has been your host, G, the mysterious Mr. J, with Alone in the Dark.